You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 112. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack a Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 112. Ciento doce. Man, a little something special for John. I know he I like is that reverb. relieved with all the happenings he's had in his life, which I know he's going to expound upon later. I'm looking forward to shooting the cast today, guys. How y'all feeling? Yeah, I am too, man. I'm always excited to do it. And, uh, you know, just reminded here, um, whenever we got started... <clears throat> Uh, you know, we had our little opening prayer uh, that we haven't published any yet, but I was like, man, I would just show up and do the prayer and go home if that was uh, all we had time to do. So, yeah, great. Excited about being here. Looking forward to the cast today. I'm pumped, y'all. And, and Steve's right. We do our prayer before the cast, and that's really probably one of the highlights is getting to hear what's on the heart of my brothers. And, um, you know, we pray for our families. We pray for just life and give gratitude, and we pray for you guys. Um, we're grateful for y'all and for tuning into the cast and we appreciate y'all's support and um yeah it's just a, it's a beautiful thing and excited about today yeah guys today's topic is going to be on the art of sacrifice another topic inspired by our good old buddy cc hey you know i don't know i was having a day where i was having a sacrifice at least i felt like i was being <laughs> sacrificed so i was like hey this would be a good subject and you know and, and you know sacrifice when you think about it initially it kind of strikes up images of suffering or pain and we'll get into that so uh but i think it can be a beautiful thing too and so i look forward to seeing where we go yeah you know there's a lot of suffering that is uh put on us each day that we really don't have a whole lot of control over but uh you know there's also acts of sacrifice that you can do for uh you know other people or uh departed loved ones that kind of thing so i think it's going to be an interesting conversation today yeah, I mean, I think you're all the way back to some biblical happenings oh, yeah. with some sacrifice, too. Yeah. So I think we're going to hit on a lot of things that, that ought to be pretty cool today, and I think it's going to be a good topic. But before we wheel our way in, we're going to move over to the good old Would You Rather. And Craig, I mean, he said no at first, and then he said, no, oh, I got no. it. Oh, no, he said, give it back. Hey, man, I was no, and I pulled a hard left and came back in today. And it's funny because I was thinking sacrifice, like giving something up, and I don't know. I started thinking about things I'd give up and how much it would not be fun. But anyway, got me thinking along those lines. So, I don't know if we've ever done this. I honestly feel like I just made it up. But you know, sometimes you read something in the past and you call it yourself your own, but it isn't. Yeah, so, I'm going to call this a CC original. You just made it up. Okay. I cannot wait. Would you rather the rest of your life, the only thing you can drink with anything is water, mm-hmm. or you can drink anything but water? That means all liquids you consume. I mean, some readers. Either water, and that's it. That's the end of it. Or, but you, or anything but water. Like, you can have milk, sodas, margarita, margaritas, alcoholic beverages. Um, 
I don't want to cheat and say you you know flavored water. You, you can't have a water based product. Okay, so you cannot have water based products. So I can't have my water that I put the lemonade like correct. Make lemonade. No coffee either. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Man. This is pretty easy for me. This is gonna be water. Well, you know, I should take that back. Coffee is <laughs> that's a pretty heavy water base. It's pretty uh, heavy water base. I guess mm-hmm. my thought was water as it's in the true sense H2O without I think I know added. what you mean I think coffee would be fine to fit yeah, into this I think so just say you can't have the good old water but you can't also add like crystal light to a bottle of water yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> right that'd be cheating I still go in water okay uh, I think it's just got the best benefits long term man I feel good when I'm hydrated more uh, I'm pretty simple don't need a lot of the other stuff I like a lot of the other stuff I mean Gatorade calls me kidney stones at one point in my life so <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have a little Sounds bit of like litigation coming uh CC <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> kind of some problems with that in general even though I still drink it sometimes but there's just no ill effects from water man so I'm gonna stick with that you know what happens if I'm stranded too or something yeah, yeah. and then there's like a water source but you can't have it what are you gonna do there <laughs> Oh man, what a scenario! Stranded with water, but or okay, <laughs> you're stranded. There's a well, water you can't drink. You yeah, can't filtrate. You know, it I, that, yeah, that's a tough one because originally I was like, oh, this is I, this would be pretty easy. I'm just you know, water obviously has the best overall health benefits for you, staying hydrated, all that kind of stuff. But then I was like, man. I really like coffee, like you brought up. That yeah, maybe we could have that. the coffee, maybe we can't. Um, and other, you know, wine, other cocktails, other things like that. So, you know, I don't really know how how long I'm gonna be around here. So, I would guess I would go with everything else but water. But really? initially, I was gonna go with just water until, you know, he broke it down to no coffee and all that. And I just, I really enjoy coffee. I really enjoy coffee and. Um, having a cocktail every now and then, mm-hmm. so I guess I would just stray away from water. Oh, wow, I was in Matt's camp, but Steve made a compelling I argument. Know. <laughs> I know, I was like automatic water. I you just know, don't know the about the health benefits if you have no water, though. Like well, let's that. just say there's water in those things, and your body would extract the water from it, but wouldn't be ideal. Wouldn't be the <laughs> I ideal. So. so, like, if you have a soda, there's some water in there, but there's a lot of other stuff, right? The coffee is probably a, a little the cleanest option. Shoot, man. I, I can't even think of my own op- option here. <laughs> He's stumped on his own, would you rather? Yeah, the health, the healthy Craig would say the water because, you know, it's good. You're hydrated. and you I'm know. very surprised he's even contemplating, but it yeah. sounds like he's going oh, the other way. Oh. talking about cocktails and everything yeah. like that. I think we kind of scared oh, him. Oh, man. Direction. I would say water <laughs> only because I know that in extremes of caffeine or alcohol that my body doesn't like it too well. And so I say extremes, but just, you know, just for my general overall well-being and feeling good. But you would miss out on the pleasures of those caffeine and a little a little beverage every now and then. So, but uh, I guess I'd have to come over and finish all of that fantastic Top bourbon. Shelf, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be sitting in the corner crying while I watch everybody drink. Or you could just keep it and keep gaining value, Craig. That's true. Over time, that's true. And I could sell it to mm-hmm. buy more water. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess I'll go with water. Uh, that's what I thought. I figured Craig would have on that at some point. <laughs> oh, Look, man. it's a good, it's a good. Would you rather? Because he does expound our way over here into sacrificing. Because you'd be having to sacrifice one of the two options. Exactly. Like, think of how many times during Lent we've sacrificed things, and that's what I look forward to talking to you as well. It's like, why do we sacrifice sometimes, and what what are the benefits of that? Absolutely, and I do think that um, I, I think Lent's something that came up in my own head here. We're kind of not too 
too far away to making ourselves there. And I was thinking about John, you know, I think you could do it with caffeine, man, because look, you became an intermittent faster on us. That was kind of hard for you. You could probably break your habit of caffeine. Yeah, I certainly could, but I just really enjoy coffee. I mean, I enjoy the taste of coffee. I enjoy um, just sitting up and looking at the fire and, and sipping my coffee. I love drinking hot drinks like that whenever it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just I, something that I really the experience. enjoy doing. Yeah. So that would be a big miss for me, drinking hot water. Be a big sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> hot water, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just... Go look at the fire and drink my hot water. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move our way over more into this uh, topic. And something I think we could hit on, too, to start this little deal out here is um, David Goggins' book that I'm trying to think of the word. You Can't Hurt Me. I think there's a lot of a lot of sacrifice happenings in that. And I was actually at a um, fundraiser last night, and I ran into our good old buddy Tyler Henderson. Mm-hmm. And he is a big David Goggins fan, as a matter of fact. Somehow I got on this, you know, because he runs like... Yeah, he runs marathons. And triathlons and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said for, from a training aspect. Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, there's a lot of things I think Goggins talks about in that book, uh, which I still haven't finished. I made it 60% of the way in. Um, but what do y'all think about that? Y'all both read the book. Um, sacrificing maybe through training or trying to excel at something in life. Well, you know, going to the book, I mean, I think that was something for him. He was just wanting to push the physical limits of his capability to see how far can I go. And, you know, if you read the book, all of the things that he, um, you know, went after were all a tremendous sacrifice, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of um, physical damage that he did to himself doing during those uh, long excursions. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was, but it was something that, you know, was obviously something that was important to him, that he was willing to endure the pain, the suffering and all that in order to see, am I capable of running 150 miles or whatever it was, all the other crazy things that he did. I'm not going to spoil it for you because he does some other stuff later in the book too. It's kind of like when you work out <clears throat> in the gym or go for a run if you can run one mile, that's great, but you usually can't run 10 miles unless you work your way up and you have to add mm-hmm. a little distance to get those muscles bigger, stronger. Weightlifting, if you lift the same weight every time, you just lift the same weight every time. But to get stronger, you have to add weight, go through the pain of, of kind of putting that extra stress on your muscles. And so, you know, the sacrifice of comfort and, and maybe time and energy to strengthen your body. In school, we do it. You know, we've all went to, you know, school at some point in time in our lives, graduate school, and you had to sacrifice sort of time and mental energy to to learn something to then gain something bigger or like playing a musical instrument you know you got to give up that time you know playing guitar you got to hurt your fingers a little bit to get you know callous to the strings you have to you know study and, and take some time and but by suffering or going, sacrificing some part of your life you gain something bigger stronger you know at least in the area that you're trying to improve so I think it's it's right on point I think at the end of the day sacrifice while maybe painful there's a lot of growth that can come out of that yeah, you know, going back to the education aspect of it, uh, you know, whenever I was in graduate school, moved away for four years living in Houston, I still had really young siblings that were um, playing athletics. Um, so it was something that I missed out on a lot of that opportunity, something I really enjoyed seeing them participate and uh, do well in athletics. Also, missing time with family, mm-hmm. um, gatherings, um, you know, that kind of thing. So. I think all of those things are great examples of that. And, um, you know, it's something that 
you're, you're putting in the time, the effort, the energy for, like you said, a bigger goal than, um, you know, just going to that one sporting event. And you're looking at a long-term career, long-term um, vocation profession. You're right. A lot of friends are starting to work right out of college. They're making mm-hmm. money. They're doing the thing, living the life. And you're kind of suffering, put, <laughs> suffering. You're putting in suffering. hours. Everything's on the back burner for that. Hopefully one day you'll achieve that dream you're going for. And, and then, you know, it'll be worth a sacrifice. Yeah, I think that's what I said. I look at that education for sure. I was in that boat with law school, but also playing sports in college, sacrificed the, what it was like to live. I always say a normal college life, you know, um, fraternity life or, hanging out with your friends at times, going to sporting events for the school, football games, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you miss a lot of that because you're constantly training or you know, limited sleep, waking up early, pushing your body to certain limits. But the reward that you're sacrificing, A, is a, a personal push in life, but B, you know, the ability to, to get a lot of experiences that wouldn't have had otherwise. But I have to still say, even to this day, I'm like, man, I don't know. So I don't know if it was completely worth all that <laughs> to, to miss the, the little bit of a normal, carefree life, you know, in exchange for it. You know, it's funny. Uh, you talk about sporting uh, activities in college. So my little brother, uh, Paul, Paul. <laughs> ran track at LSU, and it was something that, uh, you know, he enjoyed doing, and uh, he had a good time doing it. But poor guy, you know, we would come in to town Friday night before the games, and we would try to get him to come out with us and sometimes he would and sometimes he wouldn't and then the next morning we'd show up at the uh the stadium start tailgating all that stuff and they they would be out on the track running sprints and (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) it was definitely a sacrifice uh you know talking about that high school um college sporting events and the the different things and dynamics how it changes those uh the whole experience yeah it does and it is kind of what you get in is what your time you put in. And I think another thing I was in that Goggins book that I just rolled by, and I think it's all of us can talk about sacrificing time. Again, you sacrifice some time to go get the extra training in school, sports, whatever. And one of the guys like high up, um, I don't know, banker or financial person or something that Goggins is speaking about. And he says that he runs like marathons himself. Mm -hmm. And he's like got a family and kids Mm -hmm. and he's working long hours but he has like every piece of his time. Chris Levan actually mm-hmm. talked to us about that too. I can't remember the the book he said to read about maximizing your time to where like every minute of the day basically has something calculated. And and it was it was really neat to me to see the example in the the Goggins book about this guy he's talking about because you literally got to spend time in your day just to plan what you're doing the the next day oh, and yeah. how all that time. But but also if you want to achieve something, you can with the effort and energy, but he's also sacrificing time with his family, maybe time with his job, time with sleep. And again, kind of comes down to what are you willing to sacrifice for the return? Yeah. And who does it impact? You know, you could almost be on the extreme side of things. I had buddies training for triathlons, like Ironmans. And it's like, they spent all Saturday riding on their bike, doing their runs, mm-hmm. swimming. They leave at eight in the morning, get home at five in the afternoon. And their families had to sort of accept that that training routine. And I saw it was kind of tough. Some of these guys only do it once, and that's the end of it. <laughs> we all were talking about intermittent fasting earlier. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. modify their diet to lose weight or become healthier. And you know it's a sacrifice when you've told yourself, I'm not going to eat sweets, and those sweets come up in front of you. Um, and it's that pain you go through uh, to gain something bigger, whether it's you know, healthier body or you know whatever you whatever you're striving for so I, I think about that a lot i think we tend to at least i personally tend to address those things during the lent a lot of times my, my dietary uh habits and it is a sacrifice if you're truly giving up something like in steve's case coffee i mean that's got to be tough if you give up coffee i feel like you've done that before 
Have I you done that? Done it? Mm, no, not a long time. Mm-hmm. Not a long time. <laughs> what about the aspect of? I think when you're sacrificing, uh, again, that could be time, money, um, training, whatever. That you've got to be disciplined to do it. What do y'all think about the aspect of having some discipline to, you know, stay with the plan? Uh, intermittent fasting, a good example. John's done this for a while. I kind of hopped on this a few months ago. It's pretty hard to do it unless you have some form of discipline to also be able to make the sacrifice. Yeah, you know, it is initially, um, as far as the intermittent fasting is concerned, until you get over the hump, uh, you look for the long-term goal. And I think that's what's what um, helped me get through it is to just kind of focus on, hey, I think this would be better for me. I think it, this would help me uh, trim down a little bit of weight, um, help regulate some other things in my life that I think that would be improvement. Uh, but it's something that once you get accustomed to it, once you um, just surrender to, okay, this is what I'm going to do, it makes that whole process a lot easier. I think that, um, you know, a lot of times this world's too easy. We want it to be comfortable, mm-hmm. and we get kind of caught and let the waves of the world toss us back and forth. And I think just the discipline of having to make a sacrifice kind of reminds yourself that you can be in control of your life, and you can actually not feel like the world's controlling you, but you're in control of your decisions. So some of these people who maybe have an addiction, if they give up that one thing that they're addicted to and that sacrifice, I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of willpower and strength for a lot of these things. And that discipline of being able to stick to it, I think is a good exercise in life and just reminding yourself that, Hey, you know, I can do anything. I can be in control. I'm not gonna let the world tell me how it's supposed to go. And I think that's a, an awesome opportunity for a reset. CC, what do you think about uh, the sacrifice of child raising? Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> hot dog man of Lake Charles isn't over here yet, but uh, you know, I'm way deep in the mix of it. We're trying to climb out of the hole every day, every morning, working toward every number five. <laughs> oh, baby, yeah. You know, the sacrifice of of what you know, your time, your energy, uh, all the things that go into child raising. Certainly, there's a great reward um, with that, but. Uh, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of things that you give up whenever you go down that road. I agree, Steve. You know, like you say, because it's not always an easy path. No, it's not. (laughs) You know, and for those who don't know, Steve is diligently praying for hot dogs fertility in our prayers. (laughs) And every day. (laughs) Yes. And it's true because God's called us to, to be open to, to love and to, um, to children. And so I think a lot of people often, um, try to manipulate nature so that that's kind of on their terms. And, you know, that's just society in general. I mean, we all have a different cross to carry and different life, but that is a sacrifice. When you accept children in your life, it's, um, your life is never the same after that, but, but for the better, you know, but there's the emotional sacrifice, the time, you know, like Steve, how many times have we heard him getting up early in the last couple of years, you know, and that's awesome. I'm being able to sleep at all. You know, uh, (laughs) you think about, you're giving up your energy, you're giving up, um, you're sacrificing the, the comfort of just doing what you want when you want, right? You're sacrificing yourself for someone else, for their well-being, for their health, for their growth. Um, you, you know, it's like I think about when I was younger, my dad had a good job, but we went to private school and it was a little bit of a stretch for my parents. My mom got a job. She sacrificed her energy to put us through private school. And, you know, she wanted us to fit in with these kids. So we, she would, you know, sacrifice to, to try to um, help us have some of these nicer clothes or whatever it was that would improve our self-esteem, especially for those of us that didn't have a high self-esteem when we were at that age. So... I think parents make the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, it's um, financial, it's time, it's energy, it's love. But through that sacrifice of pain and whatever form it is, I mean, it's the greatest love you'll ever experience 
Hey, man, brother. Ever in this world. So it's like, it's worth every bit of the pain and that kind of the hardship, if you call it that, because it's just beautiful. And one day, old brother, I know all about (laughs) it. He's over here. He's like, I wanted to have four. I'm down to three. I'm going to probably just borrow a child every now and then. (laughs) I think I'm I'm down to two right now. Uh, I was, originally I looked up definition of sacrifice. (laughs) An act of slaughtering an animal or person (laughs) or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine or supernatural figure. You mentioned biblical and you know, you think about Jesus, he was a sacrifice. And a while back I had looked up, there was, I saw some article about Satanism and devil worship. And you always think these demonic sort of, you know, closed door rituals. But if you go to these, I went to look up some of this stuff and Satanism today is kind of, if you look at these websites, it's people living their best life. They're partying, they're dancing, they're doing what they want, when they want. It's kind of this idea that you are your own God. Like you can create the world you want, you can have this beautiful life, no suffering, just pleasure, pleasure, 24-7. And then Jesus came out of the world and said, well, let me show you kind of what you're supposed to do here on earth. Uh, you give up everything, and you get nailed to a cross, right? It's like, whoa. If he's showing us that living on this earth is a basically a sacrifice, you know, and he sacrificed for us, his body, and, and for his love for us, we're kind of doing that for our friends and our family. And basically by carrying your cross and sacrificing you know, you're sort of mirroring what he did on earth mm-hmm. and the outcome is eternal life. And going back to the family thing, you know, the biggest joys in this world come from sacrificing and giving because it's not all about you. It's about somebody else. And and at the end of the day, you could have all the stuff, but you can't take that to heaven. You, know, you can take the memories, the love, those friendships, those beautiful um, times in your life. And, and so like Lent is this time where we're going to be giving up something we're going to feel the pain of the suffering. We're going to attach it to Jesus on the cross, but it's going to help us get closer to him and hopefully become a better version of ourselves so we're better for our friends and our family and all these things. So I think the ultimate sacrifice, you know, looking at Jesus, and that would be a great example for what we should be doing. Yeah, what a gift. You know, God the Father sent down his only begotten son uh, to suffer and die for us for uh, our salvation in order to open the gates of heaven for all of us. Uh, and before that, you know, they were closed. So mm-hmm. that's um, just the, an amazing gift for humanity. And just, you know, being a dad now and thinking of giving up a child is just unbelievably painful uh, just thinking about it. So that's just an amazing thing that has been done for us. Absolutely. I think that's super well said. Craig, I feel like it's just on fire with the gems today, man. We might need to do two. I don't even need to speak. Uh, (laughs) But it kind of it kinda does lead me to something. We've talked a lot about, you know, I think chosen sacrifices. I think in life we're also uh you can look at it as, you know, the half glass full or the half glass empty, given opportunities to to sacrifice. You know, something can happen uh that you didn't have planned or, you know, you can lose somebody in your life, something like the hurricanes hitting and you got to sacrifice what you were planning to do with yourself. You know, uh, the, Oh man, I'm thinking I'm do ABC and D this week. And then boom, all of a sudden you're not doing it and you're sacrificing that. And I think that, um, kind of Craig was alluding to some of that, uh, eternal happiness is where we're all striving to go. So I think our times on earth, we get hit with the opportunities to sacrifice when we're not necessarily wanting to choose to sacrifice. Um, what do y'all think about uh, that opportunity that we're given? You know, not stuff that we're willingly choosing, you know, to whatever, intermittent fast or get, you know, in super good shape. You're given an opportunity. A sacrifice is given to you. You know, I think we're given um, 
sacrifice opportunities every day, whether we want them or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just depends on how I think you respond to, you know, that incident, that activity, whatever the issue is, you know, you can gripe and complain and have a bad attitude and, um, uh, make everyone else around you have to suffer along with you or, you know, you can shoulder that burden and, and, and give it up to God's glory and, um, all the other people who may be less fortunate than you. So I think it just depends on how you react to those individual daily happenings Mm -hmm. (laughs) more than anything else, because there's no doubt. I mean, living this life, there will be suffering, Mm -hmm. Uh, no, no way around it. So it just depends on how you, uh, interact with those possibilities. I think you're right on point, Stephen. That's, you know, it's a battle, even after all these years and everything I strive to do good, I, I fight. You know, if there's days where you're giving in completely to the sacrifice, and there's other days where you put up the brakes a little more so. And it may be life or whatever's on your mind at that time. But, Matt, marriage, kids is an, a perfect example of that. You can have all the plans you want, you can have all the bullets <laughs> and all the lists, and like be totally committed to what you've got lined up, and it can be completely derailed. <laughs> And and then you're supposed to just go down that new track with a smile, and <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's not a smile. Space. I'm not. I'm telling you, sometimes it's sometimes not. Sometimes it's hard to smile. It's hard to yeah. smile, and that's something I pray for is that patience and that just peace to just say yes and, and sacrifice in the moment. And I think I'm I've definitely gotten better over the years, but it's true because you know you, sometimes in the early days you just you get so focused on you that 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 sort of detour kind of rubs you the wrong way, and it's like golly, I really wanted to do this, but you just, you know, I think that's something that I've matured with over time. And, but it's, it's funny you bring that up, both of y'all, cause it's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What about, um, I think one of the last things we can will into that kind of came to me is, um, we all have like certain hobbies we want to do in life. Um, myself over here trying to dual live a little bit. Craig's got many ventures out there. I think Johnny's starting to work his way into a few in the real estate world. Uh, we sacrifice maybe some money to do it, some time to do it. Uh, I think I get personally with trying to do a live all the time. Man, do you even work? Where you at, dude? <laughs> Not at the office. <laughs> always on an airplane, always going somewhere. And, you know, I was talking to Alexander about the other day. I was like, it's kind of hard to do what I'm trying to accomplish. We are trying to accomplish somewhat in this situation um, to do a live because you got to sit there and plan every week out. When do I have clients come into the office? When uh, do my mediations, depositions, court? Okay, then I got to get the plane tickets figured out. Got to get the car fit. Like a lot of time, effort, and energy go into a hobby. That could also be, you know, if you wanted to be great playing a guitar, you're going to sit there and probably watch the videos, maybe go to lessons, spend the time. What do y'all think about um, sacrificing, because time is one of the ultimate commodities here, sacrificing that to for even things you enjoy doing in life, not even to necessarily go through the pain of something like intermittent fasting or giving up something, but to do something you enjoy, there's normally a sacrifice to do that too. Yeah, one of the, I mean, I've actually gone down the rabbit hole of really getting into those things that mm-hmm. make me happy and making the sacrifices to make them a possibility. But on the flip side, there's going to be something that's going to suffer. And so Correct. I've had to turn that around to where maybe my my mental energy wasn't good. You know, Maybe I was mentally overloaded and that spilled over into my family. Maybe I wasn't as present to my family because I was so caught up in my little you know, happenings, as Matt would say. And so it's almost sacrificing the thing you want to do to take time to pray, to meditate, to, to mm-hmm. do family stuff. So I'm kind of like on the flip side, that's, you know— sometimes stepping away from what you want all the time needs to happen so you can be there for who really needs you 
and for your relationship with God. With you know? God, yeah, that's correct. You know, and so and it's good for you. You know, so sometimes putting the brakes on can almost be a sacrifice, especially if you're hardwired to go, 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 go. You know. No, I agree, hundred percent. You know, any anything that you do, particularly you know with with a family involved, uh, any uh, outside activity that doesn't include all of them is going to take a certain sacrifice on everyone else. So I think it's something that you just need to be aware of and see, is it negatively affecting uh, my relationship with my spouse? Is it negatively, negatively affecting uh, my children? Um, And just, just be on guard for that because there's certainly um, a lot of ways that you can go down that path. And the next thing you know, you're really neglecting and not doing um, what you're supposed to do, being the head of the household, uh, being uh, a leadership role for your children, that kind of thing. So got to be on the lookout for it. You're welcome for that premarital advice. <laughs> Thank you, John. Um, I really think Craig made a great point, though. <laughs> they did. It's <laughs> better than mine, for about sure. About being yeah. able to, to sacrifice time like, for yourself, your relationship with God, with quiet, because I'm wired similar to Craig in that go, 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 go situation um, in general. And you do need to consciously sit there and sacrifice and spend some time in quiet uh, prayer so you can hear you know, what you're supposed to be doing, too. All right, guys. Uh, we have enjoyed talking about a little bit of the art of sacrifice here. I think there was a lot of great points been made today, and hopefully y'all took something from it. But before we uh, shut her on down here, I'm going to flip it over to John to the good old weekly segment of What Made You Hit the Gas or What Made You Pump the Brakes. Johnny Boy? Yeah, man, we've been uh, gassing it up big time. And, you know, it's been a sacrifice for me. Um, you know, moving out of the 70601, somewhere where I really enjoy being, uh, it's something that we plan to do a slow move over a several week period time frame. And uh, I talked to one of my buddies right when we were getting started. He's like, man, we started moving and about three days in. We were like, let's get the heck out of here. And, you know, what happened was my wife started. It was just, surprising not to cut you off because I was like, what happened to this? I thought y'all were taking a while. Well, that yeah. was the plan. But once we started packing up the house and you removed all the things that made your house a home, it just was depressing. And oh, it just. Really? really took away of the enjoyment of e- of being there. So mm-hmm. that was something that once we kind of pulled down the pictures, took down some of the decorations, all the things that we had mm-hmm. put up over the years, that it was just something that we were like, okay, let's just make the jump and move. It's, uh, it, it's just a drag being around and seeing this because it's not really what it once was. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the same thing for us. So we hit the gas. We got across town <laughs> living a different zip code now so uh we still have some things to do but we're we're living in the new house and congratulations yeah, buddy. so exciting really man. happy for you thanks man that's awesome proud Wish of you helped. too I, I i was there in spirit man <laughs> <laughs> cc he he was so scared i was gonna ask him he Went to North Carolina. <laughs> He's like, I'm wait, what weekend for is helping it? in the moves. I actually enjoy doing such things. And I, w- I asked John like four or five times. And John said, shoot, he's out of town. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much uh, what happened. That's funny. He usually did. He told me, uh, I woke up at 70605 this morning. I was thinking, you moved? What the heck happened <laughs> over there, man? I was gone for two nights. Oh, Lord. Well, um, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. You got any tips, thoughts on uh, sacrifices in life? We'd love to hear from them and from y'all. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast.
perfect timing Sun is shining Nothing more I need yeah. If you feel